Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down on the beach, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day again here in Bondi, and I hope your day started out well. Something that I spoke to somebody about this morning, early, which I think we can all enjoy, uh, and that is the topic of what you go to bed with at night. Now, I'm not talking about who, I'm talking about what. <laughs> So let's put aside who for the minute and acknowledge that it's always nice to be uh, snuggled up with someone special uh, in the evening. We'll keep away from that topic because I might just uh, cover too much detail, more than I need to know, you might say. But when you go to bed at night, there's an affirmation that it's a test, it's a question, but it's a statement. And the, the statement is, you do what you love, you love what you do, and you get paid an extremely great amount of money for doing it. So when you look ahead at the day ahead, the next day, the question is, can you say that to yourself? Now, you know, yesterday I had a dentist appointment, an hour and a half, with injections and drillings and bloody crowns and two and a half thousand bucks worth of costs. And that was Tuesday. No, that was Monday. So the question was, how did I put my head on the pillow the night before that? and put myself to sleep in a good place. Was that, was getting my face drilled to bits, getting injections, drugged, all these things, spending all that money on a tooth that no one will ever see. How did I get to put myself to sleep in a good place? So I lay, I walked around the house on the day before it, thinking to myself, you do what you love, you love what you do, and you get paid an extremely amount of money for it. That's really good. But tomorrow is a shit day because you've got this massive, firstly, it's a disruptive day because that's an hour and a half in the dental chair. That's firstly half an hour to get there, half an hour to get home, and the rest of the day is buggered up because you're going to feel like a rubbish tin for the next four or five hours while the filling thing wears off and the injections wear off and as it turns out I felt like shit for the rest of the afternoon so lucky I cancelled all my coaching for the afternoon and acknowledged that it was a day out an afternoon off an afternoon where even TV was too noisy so what I did on the day before is I made sure that everything else I did on that day firstly was something that I was looking forward to. I had a Pilates class, uh, which I really look forward to each week, one a week, where I get, it's a private class, I get hammered uh, with my, she comes with me, my yogi friend, and we both get hammered by the incredible Pilates teacher who's a sportsman himself and therefore does Pilates for sport improvement, targets, 
specific areas each week and works on the Cadillac or the chair or whatever it is, the reformer. So we have a lot of fun and it's bloody hard and I'm completely incompetent at it, given my frozen back. So it's something that just pushes my envelope emotionally and mentally to relax and just be not good at something. <laughs> so I was so looking forward to the Pilates class. Then the next one was early morning swim. Well, I set the alarm really early, much earlier than normal, went down, had a dip. The next one was to line up in the morning uh, some great uh, coaching sessions. So I got half the day pinned down, a turbo session on the bike, uh, some conversations with some new uh, people who wanted to start the 30-day challenge in November. So I started to fill the day up with things that I really could say. I do what I love. You do what you love and you love what you do and you get paid for it. The next part of it, I'm walking past some people doing exercises on the beach. How cool. Uh, the next part of it, how do I turn the event of getting dental work done into you do what you love and you love what you do and get paid well for it. I don't want to have an event in my day that I'm not looking forward to because somewhere down the back of my subconscious brain it will start wanting the day not to arrive. So I wanted to flip that into how do I want this day in a dental chair to arrive. Well you know the low-hanging fruit of that is pretty simple because all I had to say to myself was once I get this tooth done, uh, I can start chewing on the broken tooth again, and that's nice. But there was still a reluctance because I, I have a phobia about dentistry, uh, having been through a lot of it in my life, and a lot of it that was pretty primitive. And I have a, a real grudge against spending money on a tooth like two and a half grand to get a tooth capped and knowing that I could have it pulled for a hundred bucks and it'll all be over in a month or two. So I sort of started to think long term about something that I was thinking short term about and I said, well, if I get a crown and I pay for this two and a half grand, if I amortize that over the next 20 years on a daily basis, knowing that that tooth, when I go in the Himalayas with low pressure and altitude, it's not gonna crack open like it will if I have a, a, a filling. And I amortize that over 20 years. I start to think of the expense of sitting in a chair financially and sitting in the chair time-wise. I start to think of it and spread it over a longer period of time. It starts to become less of a daily uh, drama and more of an investment. So I flipped it into a better way of thinking about it. By the time I actually had the appointment, or by the time I put my head on the pillow and went to bed, I was actually looking forward to the investment in the future of my tooth. I came up with a bunch of other stuff too, because, you know, as you know, when you give someone a tongue kiss, you don't want them putting their tongue on a broken tooth. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm only joking with that one. So. Yeah, look, I started to spread it out over the longer term and have a bit of fun with it. So 
By the time I went to bed the night before my dental appointment, I had a day to look forward to. And it passed the acid test, which is, Chris, you do what you love, you love what you do, and you get paid for it. And I think for all of us who are living consciously, who want to have a conscious life, who want to live in the early adoption phase of human development, want to be at the front edge and don't want to be in reaction to life. I think this is a great benchmark point, a little sticky note to stick on the mirror beside the bed or a tattoo on the back of your hand that says, you do what you love, you love what you do and you get paid extremely well for it. And to look at that the night before and make sure the day ahead fits into that in every aspect. I recently, as you know, had to pack up because Lottie didn't come home, my partner. She went to Queensland, never came back. And I recently had to pack the house. And so the night before that, I was lying there or I was heading towards the bed thinking, shit, tomorrow's going to be a bit of a nightmare. I've got a couple of hours packing up stuff on a Sunday. I could be doing other things like writing a blog or another page of my book, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, how can I make this fun? How can I make this part of you do what you love, you love what you do and you get paid for it? And I thought of how great the house will feel when I get, get it back to being the place that I love, not a place that I share. Getting a place to being a place where my work gets prioritized, getting a, into getting some space, getting some cleaning done, getting some decluttering. And so I flipped it into an environmental masterpiece. And I got a friend to come in and we put some music on and we got it all done in two or three hours, packing the kitchen up, all her, all her stuff from Holland. And so it ended up being quite a fun day. And fitting in with the model of, you do what you love, you love what you do, and you get paid well for it. And I included all seven areas of life when I went through the thinking about it, how does packing up the house to put stuff in bags and boxes for my partner who's now moved on into her triathlon in Queensland, how does that fit with you do what you love and you love what you do and you get paid extremely well for it. I, 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 I made sure all aspects of life, of my life, were included. I included all diversity of me the whole spectrum of me in the, the paradigm, in the, para, in, the, in, the, in the analysis, and made sure that I included my full diversity, my spirituality, my financial, my social career, health, relationship, everything, making way for the new, I opened. And that way, I put my head on the pillow the night before, and I slept as I usually do, as Aura Ring proves, I've just bought the newest model, the version 3, that uh, Aura Ring proves I am actually doing walking to talk. You do what you love, you love what you do, and you get paid well for it. That's living consciously in the top of the cone, and that's what I love to coach people and help people do. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you have, share it around. This is Chris. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.